Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to White Run Question Time, the show that brings you well-known friends answering three, we hope, thought-provoking questions over three or maybe more glasses of wine. Or in the case of today's show, a couple of beers, maybe. We've lined up a proper treat for you. He is arguably the biggest comedian on the box with more shows than he has fingers. He's just wrapped on uh, at the live fest that was Keith and Paddy's movie fest. Shopping was a huge success on ITV2. And of course, Celebrity Juice is a stalwart in our TV schedules. And if all of that wasn't enough, he's dived into fashion. He's got a brand new clothing line. I'm staring at his chest right now. Look at that. It, looks it like sounds like a fart then, didn't it? But it was the chair. I apologise. You know who it is. It's Keith Lemon. Hello, Kate Fountain. Uh, it's nice to have you on my own. Well, it's nice to be on. We can get intimate and have proper deep chat without someone like Chris Moores or Swash interrupting <laughs> our intimacy. <laughs> We've been friends for many years, haven't well, we? Well, do you know what? That's what I was trying to think, right? It's got to be coming up 20. Yeah, easy. 20 years at least. Yeah, it will be easy. Um, and we had the same agent at the time. Yeah, I remember that. I met you in the car park. And at the time, you were trying to get started and you were doing loads and loads of brilliant, weird stuff that made me laugh and and just um, put me back in on up, with feet on solid ground when I would realise that you'd like gone off for the day and got a job at Blockbusters, for example. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. But well, you actually, didn't have a job. Blockbusters, it was another shop. It was called, it was No, I did it a couple of times with these different shops. Yeah. I, went, I did it to a shop called Viking Video. Viking Video, Which is smaller geez. Blockbusters, yeah. I guess. It was one of those That's little... like a shit Blockbusters. It's an independent mm. store. And um, I worked there for a while. But when you said worked there, nobody paid you. No, no, like sort of a trial run. And I filmed myself, and the lady said, why are you filming yourself? And I said, well, I used to be on telly, and I'm not anymore, and people like people's misfortunes, don't they? So I'm filming that. I went, not that I feel misfortune um, working here. I said, I love films. I love films. Test me, and I'll ask, answer any question, <laughs> if, if it's an 80s movie. But you didn't get, what you told them was that you were there on work experience, right? No, I said, can I do a trial run? Right. I'd love to work here. And they went, yeah, you can work Saturday if you want. So then I went in on Saturday, did a bit of work, and then I pulled out my video camera. And I said, what are you doing? Went, do you mind if I film myself working? And I told them that story about <laughs> making a documentary about my misfortune. <laughs> um, but I worked at Dixon's. I made the uniform. They wore a blue shirt. And I'm pretty handy at doing graphic design. So I made a little badge with my name on. On your computer at home? Yeah. <laughs> And then um, I went into Dixon's to see how long I could work in Dixon's before they realised I don't work at Dixon's. And you know what? I don't know why I did these things. Why I don't did know. You do I don't them? know because it wasn't even for telly. It was just just messing about. But I always used to mess about. It, well, I'm glad I met you. 
I'm glad you I helped you. me out loads. Well, what we used to do is because nobody would like trying to get a new comedian. Talk to me. <laughs> trying to get a new new comedian seen by somebody in power in telly was tricky, right? Yeah, yeah. So people like me and Davina. Yeah. yeah, we allowed our names to be used for you. Yeah. So, so people would think that they were coming to have a lunch meeting with us. Yeah. But we wouldn't turn up, and you would. Yeah. And then that's how you got to showcase. Or I would yourself. drag you into some crazy pilot I was doing. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that was one of those like really bad moments in my real life when um, Ben, you know Ben, my son was um, he was away from home for the night, and he thought. Not a lot of kids can do this, and I wouldn't encourage it. He thought, I know, I'm missing my mum. I'm going to Google her. And what did he find? Oh. Mummy with the bear. All right, yeah. He's got a massive hard on. Yeah, yeah. That was a tricky one she to explain. You know what, though? It was just a broomstick handle painted pink. <laughs> and people get so offended by the funniest things, don't they? Oh, no, look at that pink broomstick handle. But I sent you a message last night because... Um, I, was, I, I took him out for dinner. We went to TGI Fridays. And you go into oh, TGI yeah. Fridays, it's a bit like Planet Hollywood, right? So there's just costumes hanging from Is everywhere. Is there? Because I've not been there for a while. And we walked in and, and, and he just said, Mum. It's like my house. It's like Keith's house. So like collect <laughs> movie memorabilia, don't I? Right, so I know how much you love movies to the point that you blagged jobs in Viking videos. You've made the Keith and Paddy Pitch show. Yeah. So I'm just going to... I wanted to start with a film that I think you love... I think we've talked about this before weird science yeah like weird science yeah. yeah so the premise of weird science is two nerds yeah make a lady make a lady yeah, the modern day frankensteins exactly yeah what a wicked film so i've, I've i'm gonna put you in their shoes you have got to make your ultimate lady well, there's loads of different kinds of ladies isn't there and if you were to merge them all together i think they'd look disfigured and weird um well let's try it but um to marry, I would marry Winona Ryder. Would you? Yeah, I love Winona Ryder. Why? Even though she's bonkers. Um, aesthetically, she's exactly what I look for in ladies. Is she really? Yeah. Not in Stranger Things. She looks tired in Stranger Things. <laughs> I was going to say, what about when she went through her shoplifting phase? Did that yeah, just make exciting, her more exciting? Wasn't it? Going out with your missus and you think she's going to steal. <laughs> be exciting, wasn't it? You know, like Mel B likes to steal a potato when she goes shopping <laughs> in a supermarket. I, I get that, that buzz. So if you, mi- <laughs> I wouldn't do it because I'm I'm a good person. But if my missus was to steal things, I think it'd be exciting. Really? And when police came, I go, "We're well, her, not me." <laughs> But I don't know. I, I loved what Winona Ryder when I was a kid. What um, bit in Beetlejuice. She's just cool. I thought she was really cool when yeah. I was a kid. She's really cool. And it's great, you know, fancying people you're never going to meet because you're allowed to fancy them. But if you meet them, I can remember um, the girlfriend that I'm with now, she's known me a while. And um, <laughs> I, I used to fancy Patsy Kensit and have her all over my wall. Oh, yeah. And, but now I know Patsy Kensit, so that's weird. That is weird, isn't but it? But I don't fancy her now. And I don't mean that disrespectfully because obviously she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. It's just because I know her. Yeah. And... and you can't fancy someone you know. Do you it know what I mean? It. it kind of ruins it, doesn't it? Well, you just know them. It's going to be weird being mates with someone you fancy. Yeah. Don't know. It's just, just weird. But I remember when I moved to London and I was collecting some props or something and I bumped into her and Marilla Fostrop. Oh. Yes. Sexy, yeah. I fell, sexy. On, I fell on the floor like in Did a movie you? and all these props and stuff fell on the floor and I picked them up, looked up and those two were stood there. <laughs> Wow, wow, living in London's ace. 
See, as a child, when you led there, staring up at those posters, is is that what you ever imagined? You don't think you'll ever meet them, do you? I, no. I'm a, I, I've always been in love with Belinda Carlisle as well. You are proper obsessed with her. Yeah. I used to have a door poster, which I still look. You know, don't, remember door posters? Yeah. I don't they, think were they exist she, anymore. Where did you buy them from, though? That's the thing I couldn't like think HMV of. HMV or Athena. Beautiful woman. Yeah, beautiful. Ever met her? Um, I went to Ant and Dex 40th. Yeah. And I was there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was there, remember? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I was talking. Why to, was she there? I was talking to Joe Swash <laughs> and Belinda Carlisle came on, just the music. I wasn't looking at the stage. Oh, no, Belinda Carlisle. Shit, yeah, she I went, sang. I used to love Belinda Carlisle. I turned around and she was on stage. I went, she's on stage now? And I just left Joe Swash and I just <laughs> ran to the stage and just stared at her like a lunatic. Did you go and speak to her at their party? I would have done if I could have found her, but I didn't know where she went. She just disappeared, didn't she? Back into dreamland. And you know what? I didn't care too much for her music. <laughs> Purely physical. I was just looking at her. But I did like her song. You know, we liked the, the, the Heaven is a Place on Earth and stuff, and Circle in the Sand, I liked that as well. Yeah, it's not yeah. one of your top ten all-time favourites, is I it? I like In Excess. Of course you do. Yeah. Hence I, like I own um, Dead Man's Clothes. Michael Hutchinson's. Yeah, yeah. I bought some of his clubber from his bodyguard. <laughs> And I wear it sometimes. <laughs> Do you know what was priced? My mum put a triangle in the back of the jeans that I bought, so they fit me. A triangle? Oh, yeah. Like... So they fit my size 34 Do waist. Do you wear them? I have them? worn them on Celebrity Juice, yeah. And I washed them afterwards <gasps> and regretted it. I thought, because they faded a bit. Maybe print didn't stay on jeans back in the, the 80s. Are they the ones with the stars and the stripes? No, my mum made me those for Christmas. Oh, did she really? Because I had the jacket, his top. And the shoes, and she made me those for Christmas. She made them? What on a She said, what do you want for Christmas? Machine? I went, can you make me these jeans? She says, I'll have a go. What was the album cover that was from? Was it Kick? No, um, it was off the album X. X, that's and it. And it was um, off the video Suicide Blonde, yeah. and he wore them at Summer Excess in 1991. Um, which and it's recently it's going to be released at cinemas soon apparently. I went to that at Wembley Stadium. I with did. Roachford supporting. It was, it was all day. It was Hot House Flowers, Hot House Flowers. Blondie, yeah, um, Roachford, um, Jellyfish, whoever they were. <laughs> yeah. um, God, you remember <laughs> and it all. Jesus Jones. Jesus Jones. And then they came on. I was at the front all the way through, and um, I had a bum bag on then. Not for irony, it was in fashion. And it was just um, sticking into my bladder all the time when I jumped up, and I needed a wee from eleven till eleven, and then a weed in a in a bin bag on the back of a National Express coach on the way back to Leeds. Well, I, I started weeing into um, a coke can, and that's a bit sharp on your tip, if I'm honest. Um, and I thought I'm going to fill this. I'm going to fill. Every, has anyone got what else? Whilst I'm weaning into a can, and then uh, was it like one of those goldfish you, just you bring home from the fair? Press your nib into the end oh, of the can. Oh, you can't put anything in I there. I haven't can even you? got one, and I can no. feel the pain. And, I, oh, and then someone threw a bin liner at me, and I just like laid on the floor, the back of the bus, weaning into a bin. Sweet relief. <laughs> so Belinda Carlisle, Patsy Kensett. Um, I don't. There's no one um, contemporary that I really. Like, because I'm a full-grown adult now, and you don't, you yeah. don't, do you? Yeah, but you can go way back. So when I was a kid, I can remember the first time I got happy pants, right? A straight on. Yeah. <laughs> if I can say such a thing. You can say hard on, and straight I, on, whatever. I was watching Xanadu after mm. EastEnders on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, when Olivia Newton-John started rolling down on her rollerboats, I was like, oh my gosh, I was in, I'm in love. 
Happy pants. I had happy pants straight away. My mum says, oh, can you make us a cup of tea? I said, no. <laughs> Get it She's yourself. She make us a cup of tea. I went, no. No, no way. Not now. And, and then, uh, but I've met, I've met her. And? I told her that story. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got my first straight on. Um, watching Xanadu. Was, was she touched? Well, not literally, but... Um, anyway. She just looked at me like most people do, I guess. <laughs> oh, weird. God, it's him, is it? <laughs> I, of course, I played her in the picture show. You did? And I can With remember, a beard? Yeah. I bet she was so flattered. I thought I looked pretty. Like a postmenopausal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I practised for ages singing like her, but I sounded more like a BG. And then we were filming on the day, they said, can you sound worse? I've been practicing to sound good because I'm not a singer, so but I can emulate noises. And you if can. I listen to them for a long time, I grasp what the noise is, which I guess is singing. And, and I thought I had a version of her down, and then they said, Oh, no, just be terrible. So I just did bit, I was terrible. Oh, you were almost there though. I thought I was. Could be like a tribute I, act. I'm not lying, they did say, Can you sing worse? Really? I, I, I felt pretty proud. good. I did. I did. Because <laughs> Paddy's pretty good at singing. Is he? Yeah, I think so. He can sing a bit. Who do, how do you decide who's who when it comes to those shows it's that you've It's just done? always obvious. Is it? Always obvious. I mean, obviously, it was always going to be Patrick Swayze, so you had to be baby in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Yeah, it worked. It worked. Um, but it's an expensive programme because yeah. we use like 16 sets per Bloody episode hell. and then throw them away because it had to look ace because yeah. we were the crap bits in it, I guess. We, we were the dingbats trying to be... But everything else the, had to be Yeah, it had to be, really. Point. That's what we wanted to yeah. do. And I was really happy. We, yeah, yeah it, but that, it would have, that would have excited you as well. Cause... Oh, I cried. Did you? When we did Return of the Jedi, I cried. <laughs> I was in the Ewok village <laughs> and um, Michelle Keegan walked on. I walked off, I had a moment. Did you? Yeah, cause she was dressed as Princess Leia in her um, um, forest gear. And I, I walked off. I did, I started tearing up. Did you? Because I couldn't believe we were doing it. And that that this was so cr- something that had come from t- your mind. Ten years. Yeah. And when I did Back to the Future tribute as well, which is on iTunes, um, I cried loads of times there. Did you? Well, that's your ultimate favourite film. Isn't I was it? outside Doc Brown's house, the actual one, which is now a museum. I was crying there, and then on I was on the set of um, Hill Valley skateboarding, and I, I was skated off to be by myself and fix up then. Did you? Yeah. So you get really emotional about it. I get emotional. It means really good things. Or stood in an Ewok village looking at Michelle Keegan. Well, Keegan can reduce you to tears. She's She's beautiful, isn't she? She is. Yes, she could be. She could be one of your all times. She's too young. She is a bit. She's a youngster, isn't she? I, I mean, I mean, back I like in there, to, I used to talk. Let me tell you this weird story. I like to hear sense prevail. There's another beer, by the way. <laughs> you just done that one. Sorry. No, go on. Um, I was with Mark Wright years ago on Celebrity Juice. Yeah. And he said. Um, he said, Keith, Keith, who fancy at the moment? Who fancy? And um, so I said, I don't know. I said, I don't know. Kelly Brook was always my go-to. Yeah. But I saw Kelly Brook, he went, who else, who else? Oh, I don't know. Keegan, Keegan. He went, yeah, yeah, she's fit, isn't she? She's fit, isn't she? But yeah, yeah, she's fit. He went, what would you do with her? What would you do with her? And I said, oh, I don't know. And then about two weeks later, I found out he's been seeing her for a while. I thought, you... Dirty boy! <laughs> you just want me to say stuff about your missus? <laughs> He's a lovely fellow, though. I do like Mark. But um, <laughs> I do remember that, though.
know you've got as well as an encyclopedic knowledge of film uh, that extends to big TV shows. So I wondered if you could live in any TV home, what would it be? Any TV home? Any TV home. Oh, I would have lived in um, Happy Days in the Cunninghams. I loved Happy Days and it was so exciting when it used to be on even though it was probably a repeat when I watched it oh god yeah um, and I thought the Fonz was an incredible character and um, I can remember my next door neighbour having a Fonz figure and his thumbs had a little hinge joint so he could put his thumbs up <laughs> and he had um, a little black button on his back which enabled him I don't I, I think it did that did, you can't see what I'm doing but I'm doing thumbs up uh, I did, did that hey. yeah and um, I have that now, but I didn't have it then. <laughs> and, um, but I met Henry Winkler, the, um, oh, the Fonz. He came on Celebrity Juice and I couldn't believe he was coming on Celebrity Juice. And I brought in a plastic carrier bag with a picture of the Fonz on the front that I'd had <laughs> since 1978 when my auntie... You were five. My auntie went to um, Universal Studios and she brought me back a carrier bag. Thanks. <laughs> carry a bag I keep for like this bag it's got fonds on front um, and you kept I was, it I was really excited actually what a rubbish gift though a bag here. just a bag a that wasn't and not a, car- a plastic bag like a like that Sainsbury's bag down there <laughs> literally a plastic bag but it had a picture of the fonds on and I kept it all those years now I have it framed on the wall because it's signed to Keith you are cool the fonds Henry Winkler yeah. Was he nice? It was lovely. Everyone says he's a top guy. I think we've had him on Loose Women before. I think I yeah, have. I think I think I remember. Yeah, yeah. But he, 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 I would have liked to see him dressed a bit cooler. He had a, a, a woolly jump, a woolly jumper on, and he, you know. Yeah, but he can't be walking around in a leather now, yeah, he can, can he? He's the Fonz. Yeah, but he's in his eighties. Who's Live the Who's the being the biggest person that you've met that you've been like, wow, I've just met them through work. You know? George Michael. What was it? Oh, because oh, yeah, you were in love with him, weren't you? Love him so much. Loved him yeah, so much. Yeah. 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 Him. But then also people like Dolly Parton. Have you met with Dolly Parton? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Wow. And and she was just incredible. You know, yeah. when somebody just doesn't disappoint. Was she tiny? Tiny, yeah, tiny. Imagine her being but tiny. But filled the room, you yeah. know? Just that massive How force of personality. Parton? She's got to be in her 70s. Wow. What about the people that you've met that have blown your mind? Like proper like, real life heroes? Um, when I met Vic Reeves for the first time, I was quite blown away. Were you? Yeah, yeah, I was. And I think he knew, he could see. Um, who else? Zach Galligan from Gremlins. Yeah. I fanboyed all over him. He was Billy from yeah. Gremlins. He on Gizmo, he came in picture show. And I went to see him do a Q&A Didn't for you meet Gremlins. S- what about Steve Guttenberg? Steve Guttenberg was another person. Ghostbusters. You know what? He's so he's not in Ghostbusters. What's he in? He's in Three Men and a Baby. He's in Cocoon One, Cocoon Two. I fucking love Cocoon. He's in Police Academies. So, what was the film you were spoofing with him? I was doing Fruit Keyhole. You did Keyhole with yeah, him. His house. <gasps> yeah, me and he stayed there all day and did watched. He? And, and um, we exchanged numbers at the end of the day. Did Got you? on with him. Have you phoned him? I've texted him since. And did, um, did he come back? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but he told, me, he told me a story. He said Chevy Chase used to live on the same street as him. He showed me which house. And he was walking past with his dog once. And sometimes you accidentally look in people's houses, don't you? And he just looked. And Chevy Chase was there with his family um, <laughs> having his dinner. And he looked up and saw Steve Guttenberg looking in. And he just stuck the middle finger up and, and, and said, fuck you. And, um, and then um, Guttenberg was so 
stressed about it. I said, oh, no, I look like a peeping Tom. Like, I was looking in. And he went to knock on his door just to apologise. <laughs> and Chevy Chase just went, oh, I'm just fucking about with you. <laughs> Are you well? <laughs> but I've heard that Chevy Chase can be a bit funny. Well, clearly. Is, yeah. If he's shouting fuck you, yeah, yeah. But it's, that is funny, though, in a good way, isn't it? But sticking with Keyhole, right? I wanted to ask you something. She's been into a lot of homes. Maybe. Yeah. What was the weirdest thing I've ever found in somebody else's house? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't still have to from be a pilot, and nothing has been weirder than a Dracula mask and a dildo in a brown paper bag. Can I say dildo? Yeah. Dildo. Sometimes you can't say dildo. You have to say lady's sewing stick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, say dildo. I, the sep- the two components together in a brown paper bag is weird. Separate, it's not so weird. But I didn't understand. Does this person put a Dracula mask on? And then enjoy themselves. Yeah. It's just weird, isn't it? It was in Kerry Katona's and the pilot. For I've, said, I've said it before. I mean, if I see it, I'll So Kerry Katona had a Dracula mask and I'm, a dildo. I'm saying it was Dracula. It was some sort of vampire. I couldn't categorically say that was Dracula, but it was someone with fangs and a pointy bit up front of their hair as a mask. Why, when she knew you were going around, did she not just, like, pop it away somewhere safe? Well, a lot of the houses in the past that we've done, I've just thought, how come it ain't cleaner? Yeah. When we've done dumps. Didn't you go to <laughs> and it was a bit of a shit pit? Well, that's what people said. I didn't say it. No. I didn't say it. And she's renovating it now. Yeah. And she did say to me, should have come two weeks later because I'm renovating it. Right. Well, that's but fair it enough. It looked then. like more than two weeks' work to me. <laughs> it did. Because I know how long it, it takes six weeks to buy a sofa. Yeah, it? it does. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, but everyone has different standards of living. Yeah. And um, so I'm not saying, oh, you pig to someone who lives in somewhere that's not as clean as another person. But I just think when you've got a camera crew around, it should look as nice as it can be. I think my favourite one that I've all, even from day one, I've always said I'd live there, was Jack Osborne's. Because it wasn't too big, it wasn't too small, it wasn't too posh. It was nice. It it just felt, I thought, I, I straight away went, I'd live here. What happened was we were filming with Jack Osborne in his first year of being clean. Mm. So he was having a party. I don't mean getting pissed up. Yeah. Um, a celebration of how well he's done. And then we, so we went round, me and the camera crew, and um, we we're in the garden, and you see Ozzy at the bottom of the garden, sat eating somewhere, and you go, look at that man dressed as Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> and it is him. It's so weird meeting someone like Ozzy Osbourne for the first time. You go, oh, wow, where's Ozzy Osbourne? And then... Um, Sharon was getting me to do impressions and stuff, like, like I was auditioning or something. I love Sharon. And then I went to a nightclub, and uh, it sounds like I'm contradicting everything that Jack is saying, celebrating. <laughs> it's surprising. Uh, yeah, but he'd, obviously he didn't drink at the nightclub, but he, he said, when you get there, he said, I'm going now, and he just left us chatting to his mum and dad. He says, when you get there, just say four English guys and you'll get in. So that's what we did. And we got there, and there's Hugh Hefner there, with all these um, Playboy bunny girls. <laughs> and I can remember seeing Kirsten Dunst there on the dance floor. I bet you flipped out because of I what, did, yeah, Spider-Man. I did, yeah. Yes, it was a yeah. Spider-Man thing. And the guy, I don't know what instrument he plays in the darkness, but he had a, a, a headband on his head, obviously. <laughs> Not on his arm. <laughs> and um, and a black... A oh, the moustache. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That? I know the one you mean. He plays a guitar, I don't know if it's bass yeah. or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And... Um, he said, Kirsten Dunst's over there. I said, oh, because he knew I was. And I said, oh, yeah. He said, do you want me to introduce you to her? I went, yeah, right then. And then I went, don't say I'm a weird mentalist or a murderer or anything. And he went over there. He must have said something. Because when I went over there, she looked at me like I was dog shit. 
And um, <laughs> and I, I think whilst music is playing really loud, I'm shouting into her ear going, well, I've run out of things to say now, <laughs> but it's nice to meet you. <laughs> Big fan of Spider-Man. Your next question. If you had to be locked up for a whole year with two other people, yeah, who would you choose and why? Oh, I guess my girlfriend and um, a television commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, someone, so you could just pitch ideas someone, endlessly. Someone I can have a right good laugh with and have sex with them and have a good and laugh be your girlfriend. and have sex with them. Yeah. Yeah. But not laughing whilst I'm having sex, because that's disrespectful, isn't it? <laughs> it's just weird, isn't it? Um, and just a commissioner so I can spill all my ideas to him. <laughs> because I, if I'm, I've, even when I'm on holiday, I can't even speak now, I can't speak now. On a holiday. <laughs> if I'm on a holiday, uh, when I'm trying to have a rest, sometimes I'm cursed with constantly thinking and I have to get it out. So I guess when I'm around people that aren't bothered about telly stuff, they don't want to hear it when I go, here, I've just got an idea. What do you think to this? I'm kind of not really interested. So having a commissioner there would be a good idea. Just to get yay or nay, a quick yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do it when you get out of this room. All right, okay. Put your TV ideas head on. Yeah. I want you to start a cult. Yeah. It's going to go viral. Yeah. There's going to be a Netflix six-parter on it. Yeah. What is your cult and what is it by way of beliefs that you live by? Well, I guess the easiest thing and most obvious thing for me to set up a cult would be to be a ginger cult. Gingers. Because, you know, sometimes I get called ginger cult. I think that's what they're shouting at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they're shouting at me. So to have a ginger cult that um, is not really fussed about being ginger. A lot of gingers, um, they have this stereotype of them being sort of geeky, don't they? Not that attractive, so... Do you think you've really helped to change that? What, made Ginger cool? <laughs> yeah, I think I fucking have. <laughs> Geeky. No, you know what? I can remember... Um, a pe- well, people now, actually, say as a slur to me, say, you, Keith, you're starting to look like Mick Hucknall. And I go, thanks. You mean it 90s, don't you? Mick Hucknall <laughs> in the 90s. And um, because I just thought he, I thought he was really cool, Mick Hucknall. Yeah. And I, I did want to be like him. And when I was a kid, um, he was someone that I could connect with. Um, you know, like some of my black friends or brown friends sometimes will say, um, if a TV show is incredibly white, they'll go, there's no brown people or black people on there for me to connect with. I'm not saying I'm a race, uh, but for gingers... <laughs> um, because I always, when people get hard time for ginger, not, uh, uh, I go, we're not a race. We're not, it's not as bad as racism. Um, but I always, it's nice when there's a ginger person to connect with yeah. and to look up to. Who were, who were uh, the redheads that you connected to growing up? Well, I was very chuffed uh, about Rick Astley. I know, because oh. he, he dies it, doesn't he? He, did, he, die, he denies and dies. Do you reckon? I know he does, because, um, what song is it? When I fall in love. Oh yeah, he was quite brown in that video. No, yeah. No, I tell you what. Never going to give you up. He's got proper ginger hair. Yeah. It's bright ginger. Yeah. Is, that, is that his natural hair colour, do you think? Yeah, because he's got sort of dark brown hair now. I've had this discussion with him 
And what and did he say? He denies that I he died. I think dies. he has denied it to me, but with a smirk. But he was a sexy redhead. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, I fancied him. And um, the, my girlfriend that I'm going out with now yeah. used to like Mick Hucknall back in the 90s did as she? well. Guess, yeah, yeah. She she looks a bit like Winona Ryder, so she did a deal, do a deal. I've met her, she does. Yeah. Did she really fancy Mick Hucknall? Yeah. So is that when you knew that you were in with a chance? Well, she told me she liked him, and I thought... I Have you met know. Mick Hucknall? No. Isn't that weird? Oh, you'd like it. I, obviously, I know me because I'm me, but I think I would have met Mick Hucknall. Somewhere. I thought you would have. I'd met Mick Hucknall. I've never. I've, I've I think heard... he'd love you. I think he would love you. Do you? Yeah, I do. We've tried to book him a couple of times for whatever show, and his management said that he ain't got a sense of humour. What? Yeah, they said, "Oh, we love the show, but Mick ain't got a sense of humour." Let's put it out there now, Mick. Come, 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 meet Keith. Well, tell you what, the closest I've come to that is Schofield on this morning. Um, I texted him whilst Mick Hucknall was on. I said, coming up, Mick Hucknall's on. Oh, I text Schofield and Holly, <laughs> whoever replies. Because um, they always check their phone on that break. Yeah, they, do, they? They, have it, they have it on the table, don't I they? Know. And I says, get him to sign some up for me. So he signed um, his, that album he was promoting then. And then Schofield said, he was talking about his tour as Mick Hucknall. And Schofield said, there's one person that's got a ticket already. And then he went, oh, yeah, who's that then? And um, he says, oh, Keith Lemon. He went, all right, good lad. I thought, see it in his eyes, didn't know who I was. And he says, but... Um, he didn't know you were. No. And then he oh. said, um, but he'll want you to come on Celebrity Juice. And then Mick Hucknall went, all right, what's that? Oh. And, then I went, and then I just collapsed. Oh, no. Were you crushed? I was a bit crushed. I thought, oh. Was that being disowned by the dad that you thought you'd, you should have had? Yeah, yeah, it should have been my dad, shouldn't it? <laughs> but I, I probably said some unpleasant things about Mick Hucknall along the way because when people say you look like him, I go, yeah, 90s, not now. It's like <laughs> an old tomato with a ginger wig on. <laughs> that might be why he's not come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm pro- that's where I'm going to go. I know that's what I'm going to look like when he's yeah. his age. But, you know, he's been, he was very successful. Ladies. I love it when you post on things like Father's Day, you either put up a picture of Mick Hucknall or Billy Ocean. Well, Billy Ocean is my dad. That's why I put me... Mick Hucknall's a joke, but Billy Ocean's my actual dad. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. I don't know why. I know I don't look like him, but I just sometimes the black jean skips. <laughs> and it Did skipped me. Now, so your cult is... It is it, true. What do you mean, <laughs> if it was true? Have you, you had him on this? No. Ask him. Well, you ask him, he's your dad. I have asked him. He <laughs> um, was on Lemon Lavita Loca, and he said to me, he said, a lot of people don't believe that I'm your father, but, you know, we don't look alike, but it's true, I know. <laughs> that's what he said, because it sounds like it's got a bit of indigestion. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, let me just tell you how lovely he is. Is he a nice oh. man? Is this, is this you just projecting? Really Even if he wasn't actually my real dad in real life, which he is, I wish he was, because he's such... And he's, my sisters as well, his daughters are so lovely, and they, they text me now and again. Okay. Yeah, and go, all right, our kid, how's it going? <laughs> oh, good, what's dad up to? And I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. Do you, do you call Billy Ocean a lot? I'll text him. Go on, let's text him now to say, how are you doing, dad? No. No, no you're getting all shy. He's only your dad. <laughs> Okay, so your cult of... of we, should, we should have got him on together. We, sh- we should have got Billy Ocean, we talked, you and your dad. We would have talked about the times when we've met four times. <laughs> right, so the cult, what's it called? What's well, it's called Jinjar, isn't it? 
Gin jar. Gin jar. We all drink gin out of a jar. Yeah, nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, gin's very in vogue at the moment. Yeah, bang on. Everyone's drinking gin at the moment, so that's good. Anything to put ginger in a positive light, I guess, that that would be a, a, the whole ethos behind us. A right, positive r- light, but not too strong a light, obviously. Oh, no, because we'll have to put Factor 50 on. <laughs> right, so ginger. Yeah. What, what are the beliefs that they live by? Um... I just, I just don't don't feel ridiculed by the man. Any yeah. n- any non ginger man or woman? Just the man trying to put the ginger down, right? You know. Yeah. I got asked actually to go on Good Morning Britain the other day about being ginger, but I couldn't be asked. Right. I like I like going on that program, but I want to plug what I've got coming out, not to talk <laughs> about because I don't really get grief for being ginger. Because well, maybe I do, but I don't take it as grief nice. because I like having ginger hair. I like looking different. Um, and look, like a couple of my heroes have ginger hair, so that's good. Uh, I can always. I, well, I like... maybe you could encourage some gingers back to the fold, and I'm going to give you a prime example in Rylan. Yes. Like, Rylan. Isn't that weird? Is so redheaded. Yeah, no, well, he, is that orange colour as well? Yeah. Whereas mine's like a coppery colour. Yeah. And yeah. then you get the oranges, don't you? There's the orange colour, the copper colours. I've asked him before, are you ever going to keep it real? And I think he said he, I think he said he will do one day. Do you think he will? It's become such his signature, hasn't it? That black hair and his black beard. Yeah. Um, to see him ginger, your producer's looking, googling Ryland now to see him with ginger hair. Yeah, exactly. No, look, see, She's he's the surprised. orange type. That is the real Ryland. Yes. He's like Slim Shady. Please stand I, up. I dyed my hair black once. Didn't look good though, did it? Do you know what? I just really it doesn't matter what colour your hair is, it's only hair in it. I don't care. I know you don't. I don't really. I don't really care at all. But again, there's people that are brutalised for the colour of their hair, they've just got to learn to not care and then they won't get grief. But say you had kids, right, later yeah. down the line and they yeah. were red headed, how would you teach them? I'd to laugh have... at them, ah you gingers, <laughs> you ginger cults. <laughs> What about Jerry Hallowell? Gin- She's got to be a good member of the gang, right? You, you, you might yeah, have... yeah, yeah. She talks about being ginger quite a lot. And when I see her, she's got, you know, a fellow ginger. But even that sentence, fellow ginger, sometimes I think, oh, don't, just don't bother. Just It's only air. Uh, don't matter. So do you want a cult or not? No, I've changed my mind totally, haven't I? <laughs> I proper changed my mind. I, I like looking different. I do, I do. And um, Vivian Westwood, I can't remember what the exact quote was, but she said, if you dress interesting, you will have an interesting life. And I really think that's true. Because when people have run out of things to say, when you meet them, they go, oh, I like your shoes. You know what I mean? It's, it always helps looking different, I think. You love a bit of fashion, though, don't you? Mm. You really do. Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. Well, it's exciting, isn't it? Looking then, different every day. And if you've, if people have seen your clothing range on Instagram, they might think that this is just like, you know, what celebrities do is that they find a bit of success and then they try to cash in on it. But this is actually genuinely something you've done yourself. Yeah, I think oh, that it. one, that picture no, on that T-shirt. Drawn, we've drawn all I've of the drawn cartoons. drawn all the pictures on the front, yeah. yeah. And, and I've, I was doing some yesterday... I don't know why I took my glasses off so you could see it. You can't, you're only listening. And um, I've got glasses around my neck like I'm in chips. Or like I'm Simon Cowell, I don't know. But I've taken them off and so you can see my T-shirt, but you still can't see it. Cause you I can see podcast. it, it's lovely. Um, that, that's my girlfriend. So. She's hot. And um, But the the next range, this the range that's out now is called Cowgirls. Mm-hmm. The one before it was Space Girls which sounds like a Scottish person saying Spice Girls. Yeah. Um, um, and then the next one that I've got is um, Stunt Girls, and it's all stunt women. Um, well, I like these. I'm going to pop some of these on Instagram, if that's okay, mm. um, so people 
at home can know what the hell we're talking about. But it's nice, and I have to say, certainly this one with uh, Juliet. Was this Juliet Lewis in mind? Yeah, well, yeah. she put that picture up, and I just drew it. It's a nice arse. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I like it. You've drawn that well. Yeah, so Stunt Girls is after Cowgirls. And then after that, I've um, yesterday I was doing something with um, Mexican wolf children. I like. The, I think of the great <laughs> images of Mexican wolf. I don't know. We'll always draw stuff just, for just it. For the listener that might not be familiar with Mexican wolf children, just explain to me. Well, they're those unfortunate children that have um, been born with furry faces, but I just think they look great, me. Do you? Yeah. Is that because they look a bit like Teen Wolf? A little bit, I guess. I'm a big fan <laughs> of Teen Wolf, but uh, so I was drawing uh, Mexican wolf children on before. Yeah, I'll show you. Which is, is a different style to these t- the t-shirt I'm wearing now. It's, it's very done different. with pencil, and you can see it's two little girls. She's got a bow in her hair. You can't. It's, it's really nice imagery. I think if wolf kids should be allowed to be on a t-shirt, if normal kids can be on t-shirts, they, they should. Yeah. Normal people can be, but wolf kids can't. It's not fair, is it? <laughs> I'm starting a cult up for wolf children. There you go. That's a good cult. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. That'd be. And we're going to get sponsored by Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can shave it off, but a lot of them don't shave it off because um, they're kind of proud of it. Oh, good. They yeah, should yeah, be because yeah, you are what you are. Yeah, that's why you should. A wolf kid should be on a t-shirt. That's just Look how happy. Look how happy it is. <laughs> that one. Well, that's, it looks like a school photograph. I love how you've distinguished male and female by putting a bow in their hair. No, they're both girls. They're both girls. Yeah, she's got her hair tied up, look. Oh, yeah. Both girls, two little girls. (laughs) (laughs) It's not meant to be funny. (laughs) I don't believe in cults. Nah. Have you watched Wild Wild Country? No. (gasps) I've heard about it, yeah. So good. Yeah, but I don't believe in cults. I don't believe in... um, Lee, they have their own airport in in the desert. The cults. Who? The cults. Who's Lee? Oh, shit, yes. (laughs) Okay, um, should we go to the pub? Yeah, right then. Luckily, I've still got two cans left, so you can share them with me. Exactly. Well, should we just go and sit on a bench like a couple of old winos? Should we go to the park? It's almost like it's, like, it's almost like inviting the future. Let's in. go to the park and pretend to be teenagers. <laughs> and if anyone picks on you because you're ginger, I'll have them. All right? They won't pick on me. <laughs> oh, thanks so much, Keith. No worries. Thanks, Enjoyed it. Thanks so for popping fun. by. It was deep, wasn't it? Yeah, for you. Wow. Felt like a proper therapy session. Did it? Yeah. Did it? Has my sty gone? No. Well, he's gone down a bit. I think I might have cured your sty. <laughs> he's got a really big sty in his eye. Yeah, and if you've got a sty at home and you're a guy, the best thing to use is your own man soup. Put that on your <laughs> put that on your eye. Um, it does make humans, so it does have some kind of healing powers. <laughs> I've used that before, but only when nothing else worked. Um, so I'm hoping not to put my man sap on the eye. Man sap? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my my man sap Baby from my gravy. bark. <laughs> from my tree bark. I squeeze out my sap. Oh. Squeeze out the sap from my twig. <laughs> okay. No, it works. It does. It heals. Just... It's got a lot of minerals in it, hasn't it? Do it. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you're still with us, God love you. <laughs> Um, as always, White Wine Question Time has been produced by me, Kate Thornton, with Kate Mercer for Yahoo.com. Uh, Andy Bell has created the music for this podcast. Our thanks, as always, to him. Uh, remember, please.
please do rate and review us. It does help other people to discover this podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch, you can contact us on Twitter or Instagram at WhiteWineQT, or you can find me, the Kate Vaughnton, on Instagram. And as always, try to do as we do, love ginger people and drink responsibly. I'll just text you if I want to get in touch, yeah? Yeah. All right, then. 